Hello, everyone. This is Joseph from Bone Chillers Podcast. Do an intro for a change. Um, so we're here today, of course, with Lauren. Hi. And today we're going to talk about, I think, a special topic that's a departure now from the Urban Legends, I guess, series that, that was being done. But there is more to Although, come from that. Story. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have a special one just because we had a bit of a mishap last time so hi and thanks to greg but we'll have to return to that another time so here we are <laughs> okay so what are we going to talk about today uh so today um we were kind of discussing what we should talk about next and you said zombies um i don't know if you were joking or not but um yeah i thought we would go with that <laughs> okay that sounds good um yes so do you do you know anything about zombies, like where they came from or anything? So actually in my, I mean, I had heard stories and stuff and read about it, but there was a, a this is a random story, but in my college, like freshman level speech class, there was a, I tried to do every speech, like something ridiculous because I thought that class was a huge joke. Um, and one of them was <laughs> like a how to. Like, you had to give a five-minute speech on, like, how to. Right. And, uh-huh. you know, you had to give an intro and then, like, about backgrounds. Anyway, I, I that was at the time that I had just gotten that collector's edition, uh, like, season whatever of The Walking Dead that had this, like, yes. zombie head with a screwdriver. And the screwdriver, mm-hmm. that you put it in the eye and it unlocks the top. I think you remember yeah. it. And yeah. so I decided, because you, you basically needed to bring a prop or make whatever the thing was like most people were like oh how to fold this origami or something anyway i brought this stupid zombie head like on the train and my whole thing was gonna be how to kill zombies or how to like protect yourself from zombies yeah so if i remember correctly like the like zombies um i think are were just it came it came about when people were like buried before they were actually dead and then they would suffer so much brain damage from the lack of oxygen that when they scraped out of like their coffins and sort of came out of the ground they would be walking or like they have such limited motor function and they're they were basically brain dead like had very minimal functioning brains that they would kind of like so that's more of like a i guess medical or having to do with the lack of the ability to diagnose people properly. Like if someone was in a coma, for example, back then you wouldn't really know that that meant that they were still alive in a sense. So I think that led to a lot of this. Oh, that's scary. And of course, when you're like trapped in a coffin, I don't think you've like decomposed really, but like scratching through dirt, like you're, you know, you're probably all, your hands are all bloody and like you're definitely through dirt you've like sweated through dirt as this like mindless kind of person. So I guess that's pretty horrifying if you see, and then you're in a graveyard. So it's, it's a lot, but I don't know if there, that's the widely accepted origin story or if you have some other information. Yeah. I mean, what Wikipedia tells me, but I've also (laughs) heard it through like various trivias that I've done lately, um, that zombies are believed to come from Haitian folklore. Um, although we said we weren't really going to stick with folklore, 
anymore. We are basically still doing folklore. Mm. But um, yeah, so Wikipedia gives a very fancy definition of a zombie for those of us who maybe don't know what a zombie is. But they say that it is a fictional, undead, corporeal revenant created through the reanimation of a corpse. And so they say that the term comes from Haitian folklore in which a zombie is a dead body reanimated through various methods, most commonly magic. The concept has been popularly associated with the religion of voodoo, but it plays no part in that faith's formal practices. Modern depictions of the reanimation of the dead do not necessarily involve magic, but use science fictional methods such as carriers or radiation. And I guess maybe also biology, which is, I guess, kind of what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the Haitian tradition, uh, zombies are featured widely as dead persons physically revived by the act of necromancy of a bakor, who is a sorcerer or a witch. Um, the bakor is opposed by the hungan, which is a priest, and the mambo, which is the priestess of the formal voodoo religion. A zombie remains under the control of the bakor as a personal slave, having no will of its own. Um, the Haitians also have um, an incorporeal type of zombie called the zombie astral, um, which they believe is part of the human soul. So a bakor can capture a zombie astral to enhance his own spiritual power. Um, the zombie astral can also be sealed inside a specially decorated bottle by a bakor and sold to the client to bring luck, healing, or business success, hmm. which is quite funny. We're like, mm, my business is not doing very well. I'm going to go buy a zombie. Hmm. <laughs> Wear him around so my weird. neck. <laughs> um, and so they believe that the zombie has roots in traditions brought to Haiti by enslaved Africans and their subsequent experiences in the new world. Um, so they have, I think maybe we can discuss voodoo in another um, podcast because it is quite interesting and also quite scary. But they have a deity in voodoo called Baron Samdi, um, and they believed that Baron Samdi would gather these people from their grave to bring them to a heavenly afterlife in Africa, unless they had offended him in some way, in which they would forever be a slave after death as a zombie. So, um, and apparently it says that a zombie can be saved by feeding them salt. What? Yeah. I don't know. So next time you see a zombie, give them salt. Does that save them? I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah, so apparently the modern concept of zombies is strongly influenced by Haitian slavery. Uh, it says slave drivers on the plantation. Uh, plantations were usually slaves themselves, and sometimes even voodoo priests. And they used the fear of zombification to discourage slaves from committing suicide. Oh. What I want to know yeah. is like, when did the distinction between like these these are all like slow moving like you know, if they did exist it would be scary but sort of like easy to outmaneuver. Yeah. And then this like transition to these like infected people like you know in movies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm fairly yeah. certain that's just because it like makes it for a more like. Uh, a formidable threat like if they're running and like clawing at you or jumping or whatever it's obviously scarier yeah and then if it's transmitted a different way rather than like 
somebody yeah, literally no, doing voodoo. There's no like mention of being bitten. So I wonder no. when it became like you tr- you become one based on magic to like you transmit an infection because now it's like very sci-fi oriented like oh there's a virus and then yeah it spreads but i just wonder like you know even even like resident evil for example i think has influenced a lot about how people think about zombies that's definitely like the first thing i think about when i hear zombies um maybe like day of the dead or whatever but i think it's well actually the Day of the Dead is like the first thing to kind of put zombies in pop culture. But hmm. funnily enough, I don't know if you know too much about that. I don't, I feel like I don't know if I've seen that movie. But in the film, he doesn't say the word zombie at all. There's a lot of like, it's another thing I noticed that there's a, in a lot of these like movies or whatever, they don't call them zombies. Mm-hmm. They're no, like, they don't. They like don't. It's weird because you would think, in that like, in that point in time, like the the idea of a the concept of a zombie is known, but they never call them that. Yes. Like it's always different yeah. random things, like freaks. Which one was freaks? Oh, that oh, was in Days know. Gone. It was a game Days Gone. But there was like, oh yes, they don't they don't really call them zombies. It's like always infected no. or, I don't know, like. Yeah, but everyone always just knows what you're talking about when yeah. you use these other words, mm-hmm. which is quite, yeah, interesting. Where, so I have a couple of stories. Um, zombies are a bit weird, real-life stories of, <laughs> of them, um, because they're not, they're not real. But I did find something that are kind of weird and I guess kind of scary mm-hmm. that kind of loosely are related to zombies. So I found this one news article, I think it was from like 2012, I can't remember, I didn't write it down. But um, basically, in Brazil, um, this, this is the title of the article, it says, Brazilian boy wakes from the dead. So it says, a two-year-old toddler who was pronounced dead sat up in his coffin during his funeral and asked his father for a drink of water before laying lifeless in the coffin once again. Yeah, that's really disturbing i don't, yeah, I don't right? really so <laughs> oh, wait, did, did we oh. hear this story before actually like in a in a previous podcast or no or am i just aware of something i feel like maybe recently i mean maybe I read, I read like people that were like thought that they were thought to be dead but then like woke up or something or like were yeah re- reanimated but maybe I just heard something like there's I think there are a few of these. But anyway, you have. You yeah. Were gonna say. Yeah. I was going to say I have a little bit more information about what happened here. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently the Kelvin Santos, who's the little boy, um, was declared deceased after he stopped breathing due to complications from bronchial pneumonia at Arbolardo Santos Hospital in northern Brazil, in the northern Brazilian city of Belém. SBT, one of Brazil's leading TV networks, reported that while awaiting for the body to be released into the family custody, the, inti- the infant was placed in an airtight body bag for three hours. The family gathered for an open casket wake later that day, where, according to the two-year-old's aunt, during which the infant repeatedly appeared to move, before apparently sitting up and asking his father for a drink of water. 
the entire family thought that they had witnessed a miracle and that Kelvin had in fact come back to life. But in a few seconds later, the little boy's body fell back in the casket and the family couldn't revive him, uh, revive him again. The boy was rushed back to the hospital where he was pronounced dead a second time. Hmm. So, again, I wonder if it's one of those, like you said, that like somebody obviously misdiagnosed him as being dead. Yeah, I don't <laughs> and know. And then he was obviously that's, in a body bag for three hours. terrible for the family. Isn't that sad? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how um, true this is, but it was mm. like reported. Um, and also within that article, it said that a similar a case had occurred in Argentina earlier that year. Hmm. Except this one's slightly different because it was a bit more of a happy ending. It was still really freaking scary. So it says, Amalia Buter fell to her knees in shock after finding her baby alive in a coffin in the morgue nearly 12 hours after the girl had been declared dead. Her baby daughter, born three months premature, was pronounced a stillborn on April 3rd in a hospital in the city of Resistencia. The baby was put in a coffin and sent to a morgue. Twelve hours later, her parents were able to open their, the coffin to say their goodbyes. Instead, they found their baby was trembling. I moved the covers aside and saw the tiny head with all five fingers, and I touched her hand and then uncovered her face, said the mother in an, to an international news channel, Telenoticias. Uh, that's where I heard a tiny little cry. I told myself I was imagining it. It was my imagination. And then I stepped back and saw her waking up. It was as if she was saying, Mama, you came for me. A morgue worker picked her up and confirmed the baby was alive. Uh, and then it said the family plans on suing the hospital for malpractice. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> fucking awful. Like, how? Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah, really sad. I mean, I don't know. Does that happen a lot? <laughs> I mean, I like, when you were saying your story about, like, people burying people alive, like, is that, is that, does that I happen often? I would hope that's not the case anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, you would hope. But also, I feel like I've heard that, um, I don't know when or where, but apparently they put bells in coffins because oh. this used to happen a lot. Is it? Did yeah. you hear this? Yeah, right? I don't. So it must have been a thing like back in the day when I guess they weren't as medically advanced, but they would have little bells in the coffin. So that way, if somebody did wake up, they could ring the bell and whoever was in the gra in the yeah, in the graveyard would or, like could dig them up again. And say, oh, we actually weren't dead. Oh my God. And then here they are. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, but are there any any like stories about attacks like zombie attacks not really like although i was looking up some stuff and it's just like you know like was it this year or last year where people were just going crazy being like oh put a, a florida man and then like your date of birth so that you can see like what a crazy florida person was doing that day or something there was like this fad going around the internet basically just trying to prove that people in Florida are maniacs. And so like, there's something crazy happening every day that like some, like some Florida man does some stupid thing. Um, but 
yeah. when I was looking up these like zombie stories. Uh, they did two of these Florida man story came up. Um, and like one of them was that some guy was like out to dinner with his parents and all of a sudden he like started attacking people and like biting their faces and stuff. And everyone was just like, Oh, that must be drugs. But they did the toxicology on him and there were no drugs or alcohol in his system. Oh, there was that guy. This was actually around the time of that speech class that I, I did. Yeah. Um, there was the guy who, like, was high on bath salts and, it, like, ate someone's face off. Yes! That was, he was also from Florida. Yeah. Because he was also on that list, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, a, a homeless guy that he had just started eating his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Can and you this guy was... coming down from that trip <sighs> and you ate, you've eaten someone's face off? I think what they that guy didn't make it. I think they like shot him several oh, times because he yeah yeah because I mean... he was <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't know. Like obviously that is kind of like what a zombie is portrayed to do. Mm-hmm. But he was like running around naked. I think this guy oh and um, so police obviously shot him and killed him. But it noted in the article that it had taken like a sufficient amount of bullets to bring him down so he was like super strong as well i see yeah so i don't know if that's the bath salts or like so it did just remind me of like your recent modern zombie kind of portrayal (laughs) but i mean if there was a zombie virus like i'm pretty certain given how everything's turned out today like in the recent times we would be super screwed (laughs) <laughs> well, this is another thing. So, like, from there on, um, a lot of, I was doing some research that, like, a lot of scientists were like, a zombie apocalypse is possible. Well, the CDC of... has a... Yes! Like a, yeah, they have, like, a what to do in case of... Yeah. yeah. I saw that. I was like, this is not real, is it? But I imagine like, that... It's them. This would be, like, one of the only situ- actually circumstances where the U.S. might be, like better off in terms of having guns like so many guns yeah that could maybe like i don't but it depends like are they gonna be the if they're the slow moving ones but that's such like i I don't even think the zombies would be the biggest issue for me in a zombie apocalypse like if that fast forward like i feel like all these zombie things they never like they skip like it just starting and they go straight to like you know like the after. I don't know, a year later six months later mm-hmm. yeah and like mm-hmm. everything is all gone and yeah. and then there's like you know you're looting deserted stores and like setting up little settlements but like the actual happening of it like like immediate yeah. consequences seems so much more annoying like everyone trying everyone going crazy like looting For like other paper. people yeah <laughs> well, like <laughs> Imagine there are, like, infected people that, like, are smashing their heads on your freaking door and stuff. Yeah. And, like, trying to get in and, yeah. It's (laughs) it's one, it's like, I don't know, if it's like you're fighting a monster, if it's like creatures, it's like. Yeah. Scary, but also it's different because it's not, I don't know, I feel like zombies, the idea of a zombie apocalypse is hard because 
you're always you're like life expectancy at any given time is extremely short and then also you're yeah. it's one of those rare things that if someone does get infected that you know or care about you have to deal with it imme excuse, immediately yeah and then it's like do you kill that person before they turn or do you like just let them be a zombie and like you know leave them like, it's hard yeah like, you're killing you're killing people that were once people like zombies they were once people mm, yeah oh so, yeah but the yeah, whole so maybe... like, concept of a zombie it makes no sense because no. like your brain the only way it would make sense to me like i think most of it they don't explain anything about like the biological stuff because it, it doesn't it can't possibly make sense the way it is like oh your brain like your brain shuts down and then yeah. you just walk around like and you eat other humans or like you know you're hungry or whatever but it doesn't yeah. make too much sense but there are like um specific bacteria or viruses or even fungus fungi yes. that like will take control of a host in the brain like there's this yeah. fungus like you know what i'm talking about there's like this fungus that gets yeah, in have some head <laughs> right and, like control i mean why like good job that's the worst thing to control but like it'll control <laughs> And it'll like bring it into the anthill and then kill the queen, like infect the whole colony basically. Whoa. So it is yeah. like a really scary small scale version of that. Like it infiltrates and like is poisonous to other ants and then just makes an army. But the thing, <sighs> I think it's lifespan is not super high. So long, mm. so it just like kind of. I guess that's why it has to go in an ant. Yeah, but like small. mushrooms and shit, like fungus type mm. infections are like really scary because I still yeah. think. They're like a fungus, fungal related issue is because like there's all these ones that like they are essentially have evolved to grow onto dead or dying things and then like can reanimate stuff mm -hmm. or seemingly yes. reanimate. It's obviously like the body is would be like a human, but it'd be like a fungus. Like I kind of like the last of us, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. You were you had a story about. Some... I was gonna say I have two stories that are more oh. like biological, like that. Um, I'll go with the first one because I I prefer the second one. So this first one, have you ever heard of the nodding disease? Nodding. Mm hmm. No. <laughs> okay. So this is based on a sci-fi article from December 2012. So apparently there was a disease in northern Uganda called the nodding disease that had baffled health officials. Mm -hmm. So they call it a zombie-like disorder. So basically it spread to more than 3,000 children and those that were affected were said to sit and nod but also to suffer from severe seizures, amnesiac behavior, stunted development and extreme pyromania. What? Which is a really odd, yeah. So affected children would often start fires or wander off, and more than 2,000 deaths were reported to be caused by the infected. So, for example, those that, like, set fires. One of the parents of the uh, children said that she, that her and, like, several other villagers were in tying up the infected children to keep them up, to keep them from wandering off. So like she would tie up her son Thomas because he would often bite and gnash so that like, so in order for him to get free wow. and I guess to make them stop 
their sort of antisocial behavior. They would tie them up. And she was like, if I don't tie him up, he'll just go. He'll just go missing. But apparently the disease was like, yeah. So the disease was sort of like there were like little outbreaks for Mm -hmm. the previous four years. So like, what was it, 2008? Um, And so it said at the time that it was bordering on a regional epidemic. Um, And scientists were like, they didn't know what was happening, but they did know that more than 90% of the cases occurred in areas that were home to the parasite Anchocera vulvus, and it's a worm, which is carried by insects um, and also causes vitamin B6 deficiencies. Mm-hmm. So later in 2017, scientists determined that this was actually the case, that this nodding syndrome was an autoimmune disease where the immune system incorrectly attacked the body's own proteins in order to, because so what the immune system would do was try to create antibodies to fight off this parasitic worm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the proteins would also bind to the immune system incorrectly and just attack the brain cells that contained protein, mm-hmm. which then resulted in these symptoms of nodding syndrome. Wow. So, so like all like, of these kids. It's like a neurodegenerative thing. Yeah, but passed with. Yeah. And so all of these kids were getting it and they were all just, yeah, nodding and doing stuff because the brain was basically just attacking itself. Huh. Isn't that weird? So yeah, like science is scary. Well, that's, that's also (laughs) like, I mean, Resident Evil is is all about like a parasite. Yeah. You know, like messing. I just don't, I mean, these are, they're, it's scary to think about because like obviously Resident Evil is more the, the whole premise is that they're trying to make like a super soldier mm-hmm. and like make a better human but it fails but these are like yeah. I don't know they're this real parasite's just doing them by themselves yeah but it's not like it's making it it's not like enhancing a human no <laughs> no that's true and definitely not in that case Although, I don't know, I have another, so the second story, I don't know if you've heard of this parasite. Um, It's called Toxoplasmosa gondii, and it's known to infect the brains of rodents. And so basically what this parasite does is it manipulates the rodent's behavior to make it fearless around cats. Because the, yeah, because the parasite wants to end up in a cat. Um, So what the the parasite does, it has the ability to make, the rodent like specifically head towards a cat <laughs> where it will be eaten so it kind of just loses all of its like inhibitions of being afraid of any predators um and the reason for this is because the parasite can only sexually reproduce in cats what yeah <laughs> so because um scientists obviously so they use rats in like lab testing and mm-hmm. stuff because um Apparently, they're quite similar to humans. So, um, yeah, so this was kind of worrying to scientists because they were like, well, if this can happen to rodents, then can it not happen to humans? And (laughs) this is the scariest part. They said that it's already believed that half of humans around the world have a dormant version of this parasite on their brain in the form of harmless cysts. 
What? Mm-hmm. Well, then, but then, like, what's next? Like, are we going to run into the forest and get eaten <laughs> by, like, a bear? Like, well... I think, so apparently it says, yeah, well, here you go. So it says, however, for some with immune deficiency, the parents, the parasite has actually taken over and it's believed to be linked to schizophrenia and suicidal tendencies and also wow. like bipolar and stuff. That's so crazy. yeah, it, yeah. So I guess if you like have severe schizophrenia, you do kind of, but it, cause you might be a bit like paranoid and stuff, but you might also be quite reckless in your behavior. Mm-hmm. Obviously the human is not going to be eaten by a cat, but, but I wonder like what, because obviously this parasite has to be driven by like survival. Yeah. So, like what's, what's the benefit to it being in a human brain and making the human like exhibit these, this behavior. I don't know, but I guess humans have cats as pets. Oh, so you think it's just not, it's just unintended. It it reproduces in cats and then it yeah, just I think to so. spread. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because um, I don't know if you know, but they say like for pregnant women, if they have cats, not to change the litter tray. And I oh. think it's because this can be passed. What? With it, like the eggs come out from the poop. So... Yeah. Eggs? <laughs> yeah, so like this little parasite will... um. Yeah, so it'll reproduce in the cat, and then the cat will obviously, like, shit out the eggs. And then kind of just the life cycle will uh, just continue, sort of. Yeah, so I guess it's released in the poop. And and I think, obviously, so, like, pregnant women are maybe at most risk because it can then be transferred to the baby. So that's why they say for pregnant women not to change litter trays. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a pretty scary parasite. Like, okay, it obviously doesn't affect humans so much, but it might, depending on the person. But yeah, so apparently this parasite is studied at the University of California, and they believe that the parasite is more powerful than previously thought. Um, and Wendy Ingham, who was involved in the study, says that the team tested the parasite on mice which were ultimately unfazed by the presence of a predator once infected. So it's kind of scary because, like, what if this thing evolves and does, like, obviously as humans, nobody is really a predator to us, so maybe we're okay. But can you imagine if, like, eventually down the line it evolves in a way that it makes us behave like the rodents just so that it can end up in a particular place? It makes us all like fly into space. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. So there are like, as you say, it is more maybe of a biological, there's more of a biological likelihood that these kinds of parasites, viruses, fungus will make humans go a little bit off, mm-hmm. I guess. Whereas, so yeah, unlikely to just be risen from the dead. So I think that if like one of these parasites does get you, it's going to be more, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to need you to be alive, right? In order to pass it on. Yeah. Because if you're dead, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be stuck. I wonder, you know, like there's a lot of like talk of if, if you could be like, 
I'm trying to say. Like you can have a symbiotic relationship with something like that that would mm-hmm. enhance your own lifespan. Like for example, yeah. if that thing wants to like survive and recreate, right. like it might be able to like modify some of your own issues to like help you. Right. But I don't think that's like would you want that? I feel like there there was like I had this discussion like a long time ago. Mm. There's like a path of like cybernetic enhancement where it's obviously not biological. It's all yeah. like uh technological yeah and then the other like aspect of it is this like parasitic idea like having something in you that makes you like i don't know i don't know if it's healthier but just like enhances you Mm -hmm. but then it's like do you want that i don't know i don't know i guess it depends what what the trade-off is yeah like what do you what do you get out of it but that's yeah. just nature, isn't it? Because there's obviously animals that have this, these kinds of relationships and they work fine. Mm-hmm. Like the little bird that sits atop a rhino butt because it will just eat the stuff that like falls on it or whatever, like the moss yeah. that grows on it, things yeah. like that. But so, yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends what it would do for me. But if it's like, you will live forever. And I think, yeah, I mean, I don't... To, well, like, yeah, right. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. What do I need to do? Just like need my finger every so often or something. I don't know. Like you just want to go I mean, into shouldn't, cat poop. It I don't shouldn't know. need anything if it like is helping, helping you. Yeah, because it just wants know. to live, right? I guess. And yeah, that's what like, this imagine, one wants to do. Imagine like there was something that it like could. It would have to be extremely not intelligent because that would mean it, it's like sentient, but. Like yeah. it would have to be really focused on surviving that it like somehow slowed down like our telomerase, like from cutting off the telomeres to shorten our lifespan or something. Yeah. But like I don't know. I don't know. Or like how did I don't think it would stop aging. Like it can't like well, keep like, your metabolism yeah, no. at a certain level. I think no. the big the scariest thing is like not like I highly doubt these parasites that we know of are gonna like if they advance to humans, my guess is that they're just, it's just going to be like, it's scary to think that they can induce these neurological issues. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be like, have be so impactful. There's going to be like a widespread issue like that. But I think right. like the idea of some, if there is like life out, out beyond earth or, you know, beyond what we know mm-hmm. and it like some, some like pathogen crashes on earth and then that like has a weird like it's still a survival instinct but its method of surviving is very different yeah like it can you know i don't know i guess that's really weird (laughs) but the unknown (laughs) modifying us is is like yeah kind of i don't know that's that's scary to me but i guess now we've gone beyond zombies well, it all just does lead to each other, doesn't it? Basically. Yeah. Science. But, yeah, I think it's quite scary that people are like, oh, well, zombies could happen. Not, like, in the way that people think that they rise from the dead or whatever, but just that there is something out there that can control your brain, which I guess I, yeah. is ultimately what a That's zombie true. is. So, Yeah. Because I was like, oh, zombies don't exist. They're not going to... They're seemingly like, once you're a zombie, I would assume there's no coming back from it. Like, I don't think there could be a cure. 
Did you forget what the Haitians said? You have to feed them salt. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine this, like, you're, you're a zombie. And I think yeah. of that stupid-ass, dumb movie that is, like, the worst money movie I've ever spent money on. That, what? That stupid, like, romantic comedy where that idiot is a zombie. And he, like, falls in. I hate that. That movie is such shit. If I could I erase you, it. I took you to see that, didn't I? Because no. we went to a screener. Warm maybe body. Maybe it was you, but it was, was me. What, was it free then? Yeah, yeah, we didn't pay. It was oh, like then, a screener, and I dragged you to it. was fine. It. I, for some reason, I had in my mind that it was like paid, <laughs> and I went like with a friend, and I was like, "Oh, why did I go to this?" But I guess unless that maybe sense. you saw it again. No way, I would not. But it was like a, It was like. <laughs> it was like Romeo and Juliet, but with zombies. That one, yeah. right? It's got the Nicholas Holt guy. Yeah. Yeah, I dragged you to that. <laughs> but does he get cured? Or I forgot what the stupid end of the thing. Yeah, you like get cured with a kiss. Is that not? Yeah. That not what <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or no, or is it that she turns into a zombie because he kisses her and they just live as zombies together? No, I think she kisses him and he like looks <laughs> handsome. And it's like okay. <laughs> I don't actually remember but, the end. But I of guess that. my point is that if you if there are zombies. <laughs> It's like you just ha- you would have to just kill them all. Like there's no way. To- I feel like there's no way to save them. Yeah. Because it's not even you. Like the whole point of being a zombie, I guess, is like it's it's just this parasite that's taken over you. If it's like that kind of zombie, which I think that's like the more logical, still not probable, but like very. This whole Haitian yeah. stuff is like obviously. I mean, if it's real, then that's much better because you don't have to deal with all these other issues. But yeah, but if it's a parasite, couldn't they just make like a vaccine or you take well? A medicine? I guess I guess that's true. It depends. <laughs> it's if I'm I'm assuming that you already die and then it reanimates you. Well, not in that case of that parasite, like that. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Toxoplasmosa gondii. Well, in that case, I guess it's very different than if it's a parasite that needs you to survive, then yeah, you can probably be safe. But if it's a yeah. parasite that like doesn't literally just uses you as a vehicle, then right. Because like imagine it's this whole idea you have to shoot the zombies in the head, but like that doesn't that doesn't even really make sense if I don't know. Yeah, like imagine the not just gonna... imagine you're all shot up and decomposing. Yeah, and then. Like, I think The Walking Dead, the graphic novel, I'm not sure if the stupid TV show, like, Mm -hmm. did this. There's a couple things in there that I find interesting. One is that even during the apocalypse or during everything, like, you, everyone is infected, like a carrier. So even you surviving it, like, if you're, if you're carrying it, but you haven't died yet, I feel like you can be saved because it, like, activates if you died. Let's say you had a heart attack. Like, you would come back as a zombie. Yeah. And the other thing was, like, there's this idea that you can wait out the zombie apocalypse because Mm -hmm. eventually the the humans just, like, you just, the bodies decompose to the point where, like, they're not getting, obviously, they're not getting any nutrients whatsoever because it's not, like, necessary. Yeah. But then, like, their bone decays and stuff like that. And there's a part in the graphic novel where they, like, walk by and it's, like, a zombie that's just, like, on the ground, like against the wall, like that looks very tired. Yeah. <laughs> like just kind of dying again, I guess. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. 
So, so oh, fuck. I'm dying I mean, again. There's so much that would be in- inconvenient about going through a zombie apocalypse, but yeah. Yeah. I guess well, I would I would want to be on like a I don't know, what's a good place to be? You're always going to run out of stuff. True. Um, yeah. I mean, like maybe an island I, is bad because then you I can't guess. get anything. Yeah, I mean, if it's an island that has a lot of, like, crops or something, I guess that's good. Yeah. And you can always, like, purify the water somehow. Like, there's plenty of ways to do that. Hope Unless well, you the need water... a chemist. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or you just need to watch this, like, Bear Grylls show. <laughs> but, yeah, if you're on an island or, like, and there's just a bunch of coconuts and, like, nothing, then, yeah, yeah. good job. But I guess, you. I mean... It's like a vacation away from it until you just perish because, but not from getting eaten alive, which is probably not that bad. Although yeah. I guess starving to death is, must be pretty bad. Yeah. Well, don't they say like when you fall and like, you know, when they say, oh, if you were falling infinitely, you would die of hunger first. Before what? Well, I don't know. What else would you die of first? I thought you... You die of hunger or thirst first? Oh, actually, it must be thirst. Yeah, because I feel like your body can actually go a long way, like, of the nutrients you've stored. But I feel like if you're thirsty, like, you can't get water from anywhere. Uh, You can drink your pee. But I guess if you're not drinking any water... I, I heard that, like... If you drink your pee, also you're falling infinitely. So you're <laughs> Turn yourself around and work out the you physics. You need to have been like extremely healthy to drink your pee, and actually have it. Like I, I'm sure I would do it if I were like in the desert, whether regardless of what, how much clean my pee was in terms of like. Yeah, if you were desperate. Yeah. Well, because I don't know if you ever saw that movie. This is totally on a tangent, but that movie, 127 Hours, where he gets his arm stuck in the, like, oh, yeah. Cliff. I had, thing. I, I definitely, like, read about it and stuff. I haven't actually yeah. seen it. Because he. And he becomes drinks a zombie. His pee. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just drinks his pee. But yeah, yeah, he doesn't become a zombie. Because that's based on a real story. Yeah. And if he did become a zombie, then there's a zombie living among us just right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, so I guess my favorite type of zombie is like the traditional slow moving mm. one. Yeah, the kind These of like stupid. fast ones that are like, you know, they have like red eyes and like sprint around and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have to make them a bit more scary. Yeah. Well. Because you're just like, oh, look at that slow one. Look at him just walk by. Or just don't make a move. Don't make any sound or whatever. And he won't even notice you. And you're like, okay, fine. That's not that scary. Yeah. It's also weird that in all the movies and stuff, they don't eat each other. No, that's very true. Like, I don't... It's not obvious to me why they wouldn't do that. They have to work together? I guess. But, like, I don't know. If you're... if you're being controlled, because it's not like the parasite is like telling you do this. It's just like whatever, whatever cause of it. If you're truly like just undead, I don't think, like, would you have to, I would imagine you would like still eat other zombies, but they just wouldn't be as good maybe. Well, maybe they don't provide nutrition like a human would. 
I guess so. Like, I guess it... Because if a zombie is just, like, wasting away and doesn't have any muscle or fat, it's just, like, skin and bones. What nutritional value does that zombie have? Maybe not a lot. Yeah, but I mean, like, a freshly infected zombie. Like, I mean, it must still be good to eat a... Unless unless it's just, like, reproduction purposes. So it's not even for nutrition. It's just for spread but then i doubt it because mm. there was a lot of times where the zombie just eats the whole person and the, the person doesn't even become a zombie well, like it's not like it's not like bite and then run and then find another one it's like eat the person right so <laughs> it, it's really confusing yeah well i guess that's why the bite thing doesn't really work and it has to be a parasite but then it does make sense that it is like in you all the time anyway because yeah, because even if it's a parasite, it's just going to die when the human dies? Yeah, or like when it's, it's eaten. Like these, these cordyceps yeah. mushrooms that I drink in my coffee. <laughs> that like grow out of your freaking carcass. Have you, I don't know if you've seen this, I saw like a random TED talk a while ago where some woman was like, um, people burying themselves when they die is actually really bad for the environment because your body releases gases, obviously, when it perishes. So mm-hmm. she was like, so what I'm going to do is this. And so basically she was oh. wearing this. Did yeah. you see this? This is called, um, I forgot what this is called. There's a name for this. Yeah, I don't Where, know like, what it's you called. You just let the mushroom, you get buried with the mushrooms and it like decomposes you. Yeah, yeah, but you have to wear like some little outfit yeah, that, you have to wear, yeah. like, a freaking wilderness garb. And then it, like, basically, you can you can grow, it grows mushrooms out of your remains, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can, like, because... eat them. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's, like, you can have a whole mushroom garden that, like, one deceased person has provided. And it'll just keep going. Yeah, I mean, mushrooms are pretty self-sufficient. And for them to, like use the gases up so for them to grow rather than it to be released into the environment i guess it's pretty good yeah yeah so <laughs> it's like good. the opposite of a zombie yeah, humans are like the worst and every aspect of your daily living is it is terrible for the environment oh i know like even if you live the you think you live the most like healthy life whatever like unless you've never taken any type of medication like nothing like not even aspirin even like if you drink coffee, anything that we're eating or drinking, it just goes right into the waste stream, which then goes into everything. Yeah. Like I was watching this thing that like in London, they can, they basically take, what is that? There's like the Thames. Yeah. And they take water samples and they can monitor Mm. the like rate of depression in London, like seasonally and cocaine use because it's just so, there's so much in the water that they can monitor the concentration. (gasps) Oh my god! Which and like is from that, like all... people peeing it out. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And so like, they basically they just walk up to the river, get a jug, like take a like a, oh. a sample, and they'll test it, and they see that like the cocaine levels are super high the entire week consistently. So like, <laughs> I didn't know this, but London has like a really bad cocaine problem. Mm, like it, they I guess... were. They They're were quite saying rich that, there, right? And cocaine, yeah, I guess, I guess so. it's quite expensive. There's a lot like of they bankers. Said there, there was a time where it like peaked on the weekend, which you might you maybe expect. But mm. now it's like reached a level where it's at that point already and just constant. 
like, oh, what's going yeah. on? And like the level, like they've noticed that there's a lot more antidepressants in the water, in the waste stream. Like, so they're noticing that. Oh, wow. That's also like, so in the caffeine levels, like even drinking coffee, like anything. Oh, so, geez. Yeah. I mean, and obviously London is like a city, so it's a bit condensed, but for it to all go into a river that's just there, that's insanity. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I feel like, you know, how did this go from this to this? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> well, it's about like parasites and stuff, yeah, right? It's all about like decomposing and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, do zombies poop? I don't think so. But they eat. Yeah, well, I don't know. How does that work? Some of them walk around without like their intestines flopping around. So, like, where does it go? <laughs> it makes no sense. I don't sense. know. No. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Although but if I it guess... is a parasite, they would want to poop, right? Because it needs to go out. Like, so it needs to flush. Kind of like with the cat. Yeah. Is there any example of, like, a zombie in pop culture, like, actually using, well, like, I don't know, peeing or pooping? Like, that. But I guess you don't even get that of humans so much. You just kind of have to assume that the, like, so, like, in video games and stuff, unless you're playing The Sims. Nobody ever has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That would be so, so annoying. <laughs> but in a video game. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, do you remember? Was it like Dark Cloud 2 yeah. where you had to no, drink water? it was Dark water? Cloud 1. It was like, the, it was like we, our first game for PlayStation 2. And I was like, wow, this is so realistic. And then it just became impossible to play because the guy would just get thirsty and that was it. <laughs> Yeah. So this is not fun anymore. So yeah, that's maybe why they don't like show zombies going to the bathroom. Yeah. But what do you think <laughs> the most important rule for uh, dealing with a zombie outbreak would be? Oh, what like in Zombieland, what his little rules are? Oh, I I also don't like Zombieland. So I don't oh. know. I don't <laughs> no, know if I don't like Zombieland or I don't like Woody Harrelson or both. <laughs> <laughs> what about the main kid? Uh, what's I don't like him Jesse either. Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the number one thing? I don't know. Um, having good supplies, I guess. And learning how to ration. Yeah. Is a good skill to have. Would you hide that you got bitten by a zombie? Or would you tell someone if you were with a group? Oh, I don't know. That's a dilemma, isn't it? Because you're like, well, yeah, I got bit. And then they'll just be like, all right, that's it, done, put her down. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't want to. I don't know. Well, you also, in most movies, you get, like, violently sick before you even turn. So, I don't know. Yeah. So then they'll be like, mm, something happened to her. <laughs> and then they'll, like, pull my sleeve up and they'll be like, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. And then you also have the dilemma the other way around. So what if, like... A loved one told you that they were bit. What would you do? Um, I mean, I would. I would. It depends what they want, I guess. If they're like, I oh, don't want to go through this, then and they like want you to do it, put them down. I mean, that's really hard, but yeah, it's not going to be easier when they're a zombie. Although maybe I feel like it, it is would be because you're like oh, they're, they're like well it's not them anymore yeah, yeah but then it's then it's selfish if they're like I don't want to be a zombie like I don't want to become one and then you're like no I I'm not gonna kill you 
<laughs> well, but then they don't want to do it. It's so complicated. And, um, well, yeah. hopefully we'll never have to be in that situation to make yeah. that choice. So, yeah, I guess. <laughs> do you have any other zombie story? I guess there's not much no, because it. it's not. It's very, very. It's, like, really well known, but I think it's so, like, embedded in a lot of horror type things that, like, yeah. it's not really scary anymore yeah. because you're just kind of, like. It's ridiculous. You think you know what you're going to do because you've seen all these things. You're like, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, it seems like a summary of the stories are either misdiagnosed deaths or like parasites that have not yet had, well, they've had effects in humans, but not quite the effect of like a full-blown zombie. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Well, we had to get zombies out of the way at some point. So. Yeah. This was yeah. good. They're quite spooky. I know it's not like Halloween time yet, but it's September and it's fall, so I think it's Halloween time. Hmm. I'll celebrate Halloween for like three months if I have to. I don't care. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like Halloween too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was good. So we'll, yep. we'll see about what's next. I guess um, there may be a, like another chapter of the urban legends, um, yeah. but I think we'll probably get into scarier stuff soon. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of prerequisite things to discuss on a podcast like this, like, uh, you know, zombies or werewolves or something. like we've covered some creatures. Vampires. Vampires. <laughs> this, this, this is the reason that these are, these used to be scary and are not anymore is because Twilight. Like, the, yeah, it's just they've <laughs> every, these concepts have been completely bastardized yeah. into being a joke. Yeah. Like, you think zombies are a joke? If there's a zombie apocalypse right now, it's not a joke. If there was like, a, if you knew a vampire, a real vampire was like in your your neighborhood, yeah. it's also not a joke. Like, they're supposed <laughs> to be like scary, but now you're like, oh, it's so cool, and then you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So yeah, That's so it's rant. quite fun to do a, like a silly, scary thing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this was um, our what? Oh, wait, episode six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll be back soon with some more uh, scary stories. 